It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 Welcome to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew. Mo. Yo. <laughs> Mookow Ritz. <laughs> Back to bringing the bull. <laughs> little little month hiatus. As you do, right? Every now and then. Real life sneaks up on you, man. Yeah. It doesn't so much sneak up on you, is it like every now and then it just punches you. Mm-hmm. That's the way it works. Yeah. Drufus, you were uh you were what, four wheeling or whatever? Um one, yeah, one week four wheeling. Nice. A couple weeks ago. Went over to Arkansas. Did some uh couple of days of four wheeling. Some in yeah. the some in the rain. <laughs> When Wait, else? you summoned the rain? Some. Or you some in the, oh. in the rain. All right. I thought, well, I thought maybe you were taking part of some sort of spiritual ritual. Yep. Summoned the rain. <laughs> uh, Getting deep into the mud. Well, you were gone the first week, right? Me? Weren't you gone? Uh, no. Or was it? Mm-mm. No, Mukau, Mukau, well, the fact Mukau's the CEO of a startup, so he's... That's yeah. not true, but I've, I've had a lot of work going on. C- CTO? <laughs> no, no. Right. Had a lot of work going on. So, it's all good. Is it, yes, though? Sir. Was it? Is it? Is it? Well, I'm not working right now, so it's all good. That's Things true. calm down. Yeah. I'm not working right now. Life is good. <laughs> Are you feeling better too? Yeah. Yeah. No, awesome. life is good, man. I got good. very little to complain about right now. Oh yeah, we thought you you uh would you have a Rona scare? No, just every now and then people get sick. Not anymore, oh, they don't. The deal. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> um Drufus, how are you feeling? You getting back to Fantastic. Well, yeah, it's, better? it's been a month. <laughs> What's that? It's been, oh, a, well, yeah, it's been a month. It's been, what, three months total since you got it? Yeah, pretty close. It was weird, man. Um, so I want to, I don't know how many people from Arizona uh, listen to the podcast, but, uh, you know, we had the, pa- uh, there was a passing of, of a really cool dude man that um he was the original manager of embargo uh worked with um with dave out there his name was mikey uh he passed this uh over the weekend so uh for those that knew him man just a fantastic human being um early 50s uh you know got covid in september never fully recovered and, uh, yeah, man, my, my, my sympathy to his family, you know, my condolences to his family. And I was really weird, man, cause I'm going to Arizona in a couple of weeks and I was just texting with him probably like late August, early September about getting together for a cigar. Cause I haven't seen him in so long. So yeah, That's man. crazy. 
pretty weird. Uh, there have been a very, very a good number guy. of number of losses recently in the cigar community. Oh, really? Who else? I, I don't know. I just keep seeing them, like you know, so and so who was you know a good smoking friend of ours passed away. Oh, no, yeah. not not all necessarily COVID stuff, but there's just been mm-hmm. a, a rash mm-hmm. of it. I keep seeing it on Facebook and Instagram. So mm-hmm. tough times for a lot of people right now. Yeah, man, it's weird. It's just uh, there was that bodybuilder that passed away, Drew, that you and I grew up watching. And, yeah. Um, I guess that late 40s seems to be the age when your heart kind of says you're either going to make it to 50 or you're not. That's uh, true. For a lot of those guys. <laughs> a lot of extra medications going on there. Yeah. I So I, I don't know if this is true. But I heard that the new age term for the sauce or juice or whatever you want to call it, they, they people refer to it now as my gear. Oh, it's been that forever. I've never heard that. Oh, yeah. That's, Those extracurricular supplements? Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, oh, all the guys I used to hang out with. We, they called it gear? With gear on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got any, oh, you got any gear... Got any gear hookups? Really? Yeah. I've never heard that. Wow. Glad we could enlighten you on illegal substances. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> look, dude, if there was ever a drug that I would that I would dabble in, like people are like, oh, you know, weed, whatever, it's not really what I, okay. Dude, I'm juicing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, why would I waste my time with some other stupid shit? I mean, you know, what, that's a no-brainer. As every far as I'm every day I'm getting closer and closer to that age. So just get it, <laughs> get it from my doc. <laughs> yeah, take the sauce. Hell yeah. Get, get, your, get your gear right. Get my, get my gear. <laughs> so what's the draw there? I, Somebody, so so I can tell you all about the draw of things like alcohol, right? I get mm-hmm. that. What's the draw of the juice aside from you have larger muscles with no work? Is there is there more to it? No. Well, first of all, that that's not true. Yeah, that's not true. I mean, dude, you could be on on the juice, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna. I mean, you got to put the work in. But that's like people that said Barry Bonds hit all his home runs because of steroids. No. Barry Bonds had superhuman hand-eye coordination and then took something to make him even more superhuman and just became out of this world. Yeah. But the, the drug, I mean, I'm just saying if somebody said what drug, would, if you were to ever take the drug, which I have never, never have, okay, I've never, I've never even done weed. So I'm not like, you know, I'm not trying to whatever, but if somebody said, dude, you got to pick one drug, I'm taking roids. I mean, the the benefits of you if you do it correctly are just. I mean, Hell wouldn't yeah. have as much pain. You're fucking jacked. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's not even, a lot of people don't care about that, but that'd be awesome. <laughs> sounds sounds amazing. I know. <laughs> and if you take it the right way, the side effects are pretty minimal. Yeah. yeah. Big if. Yeah. Most people don't. Yes. Um, you know. 
But I mean, your favorite NFL player is probably on something. Oh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Fuck, not even NFL. College. Uh, probably, yes. I, yes. I love when people say, I love the, the college game because it's more pure. No. And, what? No. <laughs> From the fucking boosters to all the fucking money and corruption to the, yeah. the roids that you think they're not taking. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> they are. Anybody that's any good mm-hmm. is dabbling. <laughs> they may not be full fledged in, but <laughs> dipping their toe in the water. Yeah, they're they're dabbling, guaranteed. Yeah. They're looking for the off season extra edge. Oh yeah, putting on a couple of pounds between you know uh, sophomore mm-hmm. junior year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, especially if they have NFL aspirations. Oh yeah. Healing, <laughs> healing a little quicker. Get rid of some joint pain. Mm. And cow, that's the big one. Is the healing. That's why a lot of pitchers were taking it in baseball in the late ni- late nineties, early two thousands. Like recovery Wolverine. recovery time. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah. Dude, who doesn't want to be like Wolverine? There is that. <laughs> take roids. Well, what would you oh, take, Kyle? If somebody said you can pick any drug and only get the benefits of it, what would you take? I'm probably drinking it right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's already he's already got it. Fair enough. Are you are you, are you smoking with it, Cal, or no? No, not tonight. Just a beverage. Yep. Yep. So we're getting we're getting close to the time of year for us, at least in the Midwest, where we can't really smoke even in the garage unless it's heated or you have some sort of arrangement. So. We're also getting close to that time where I'm fascinated to see what happens with lounges this winter. So I'm kind of excited about that. This is also that time of year when you you start thinking about moving. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) There is that. Like, why the fuck am I doing this? Yes. Yeah, I think the lounges are basically going to be normal. But we skipped past the most important segue I was about to make. Oh, Mm. make it. Which is that that we're talking about steroids and I had to point out that I'm an athlete now. Yes. So mm. that's all I had to say about that. A mathlete? And no, I, I was a mathlete in high school. Well now right. I, was like, yeah. I was like a legit athlete. Mm-hmm. Legit. Legit. You, did, you walked the five K? <laughs> I sure did. I didn't walk the whole thing. There was walking and running involved. But uh, yeah, my daughter ran a 5K. She's eight years old, and uh, she ran so the whole I thing. Went with her. She, I mean, it was a, like a run walk thing. Okay, right? I was just gonna. I could picture her like running, and you like behind her <laughs> trying to catch up. <laughs> Speed walking. No, was just, my job was to keep up with her and make sure she was safe. Did you that have any? Deal. Did you have there any you booze with you? No. That would no, have been Dave that's... West. That feels like that feels like a bad idea. Like you're not, you have no athletic ability because you haven't worked out in a decade. Might as well enjoy it. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna run and push my body beyond what it wants to do, honestly, Uh, because I did no practice. They have also gonna get really dehydrated. They they have those runs here, beer runs. Oh, for sure. Like every I don't know, I've never done one, but every like mile you gotta like chug a beer and. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah, 
Chugging beer sounds terrible. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's that's with, fair. It's with, not without not the pleasant. running. So you're I think uh, some Billy Bob Thornton would do. Cows we got a we have a point ten k in town for drinking. Yeah, I got to do that one. <laughs> Wait, what, how long is a 5K? 3.1? Just over three miles, yeah. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Nuts. Mo. <laughs> you could do that. Yeah, you could. No, I, mean, I, no, I did no, it with no, zero, no zero effort. Like, your zero, uh, I shouldn't say effort, zero um, training. Mm-hmm. It was okay. What was your time? I don't know. They didn't time it. Oh, okay. It wasn't the point. I gotcha. Just saying, now, every time we ever talk about exercising, I have one data point to add to the conversation. You're in it. Did you have a cigar before or after? Not like Mm. right after or before, but did you have one leading up to the race or after post-race? No, but I wanted to. I should have done after because you guys keep talking about how fun that is. Come on, Kyle. You're going to have to do another 5K. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. I'll get to it. Uh, Healthy food tasted better as a snack, though. Oh, come on. Yeah, okay. That was interesting. Okay, what's healthy? It's like an apple. After your 5K? Yeah. How long did that last? Where it tasted better? Yeah. Not that long. (laughs) The afternoon. For a little while. (laughs) (laughs) It does sometimes, Cal. It does taste better. I thought that was interesting. So do cigars, though. Ooh. It's a mm-hmm. fascinating world we live in. Uh, yeah, no, I have to. I have to try it. So I'll have to run again until I'm unhappy, and then smoke a cigar. Yeah, it's that awesome. Won't, that won't take long. That's not far. Yeah, That's true. <laughs> Should have brought the cigar with me. <laughs> That's why I asked. You should have. If it wasn't a kitty thing, I would have had a cigar on the run. Yeah, the, the kid thing really <laughs> throws it off. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Like uh, with cigar, you know, a lot of cigar people are not exactly the most discriminatory when it comes to choosing foods um, or discerning. Maybe would be the better word. But do like. When I went to California, all of these guys are, like, talking about their diet and, you know, how they lost all this weight and how they're watching, like, their like their macros and all of this stuff. And it was just me. It was, like, it almost felt like it was a different – even when I travel, like, when I'm taking swag with me, like, I'll actually bring, like, larges and mediums and, you know, not everything double XL because <laughs> just in it's case. different. It's different. It really is. It's pretty crazy, pretty wild, man. Is the cigar industry evolving then? No, I think that's a outlier. Okay. I think. Regional I thing? Uh, no, because even in Arizona, it's not really like that. Which, speaking of which, I'll be there in a week and a half, but no, I don't even, Arizona's not even really like that. Where are you going to be in Arizona? Pimp it up a little. Yeah. Phoenix. We're going to do uh, Whiskey Wednesday at Fine Ash. Thursday, I'll be traveling to the Tucson area. Hope to see Mr. Marty Pape. 
who has reemerged uh, after a hiatus himself. Nice. And then uh, Friday we'll be back in Phoenix to do an event at Embargo. Nice. Isn't isn't Fine Ash where people take selfies of you or self mm-hmm. closed mouth selfies with you in the background? In the yes. Headshot? Yes. Very intimate. intimate they better atmosphere. keep it up. I think so. Oh, I'm sure Rudy will be listening, so he'll uh, probably spread the word. He'll get something going. Yeah. <laughs> he <knows> what's up. <laughs> oh, good shit. So speaking of... Um, Cocksuckers? No. <laughs> yeah. So, Drew, how's your name? No. Um, Damn. I'm trying to get him fired up. But <laughs> speaking of, uh, what the fuck was I going to say, guys? I forgot. Who knows? So speaking of retailers and shops and all of that, we had a question from Nixtagram, didn't we, Kyle? We did. We did. He was curious on our take on the growth of limited edition boutique cigars. Okay. So great question. Um. I don't see it. So what he, I think, was more so talking about was like lost and found, the different stuff like Liga, uh, that what, what's that club that Pravada Cigar Club, Pravada Cigar Club, um, and there were some other. There's another one too. They do I the think. luxury cigar, or not the luxury, the um, limited cigar association. That's, that's their. Pravada. Yeah, yeah, there. And then I think he was kind of referring to uh, like. Um, the Nomad and Ezra Zion stuff that they usually come out with something pretty frequently. <laughs> Every other week, yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of limited stuff. Everybody knows it. Yeah, man. So at some point, uh, how they've gotten so many retailers to carry this stuff it is pretty impressive. Um, so two things. One, I think there will eventually be burnout. Um, two, uh, a lot of people, okay, look, man, like me, where I fuck up is I try to build a brand based on what I think is best. Most guys are just going to go where the consumer tells them to go, right? So, like, if you as the consumer are rewarding the plethora of limiteds that are coming out, guess what people are going to do? So, I guess my answer to that is they're going to keep doing it until it stops becoming worth it. I guess. Because even if you if you watch Lost and Found, they were really hitting it pretty hard 2017 into 2018. And then they've seemed to kind of disappear for a few years. And then now they're popping up again. So I, I think some of this stuff kind of goes in phases. But I, I'm curious to what you guys think. Drew, what do you think, man? Um... I don't know if it's up. This has been going on way too long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but people love that shit. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I think. For now. But you got to remember who's buying that stuff. Here's the issue with those limiteds that I, my problem. A lot of times I don't want to try them mm-hmm. because if they are good, you can never get them again. <laughs> Interesting. 
that's a fair point. So then if it's like good, I I mean, and I like limited, like once a year limited, like an, like a, like an Opus Lost City or something. I might, that one's fine. You can get it again next year, but limited, like, Hey, we're releasing however many of these and it'll be a different one next month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't get down with that. It actually turns me away from wanting to buy it. Interesting. See, whereas I think a lot of people look at it like, oh, I want what other people can't have. Yeah. What about you, Cal? I think people have been saying it's going to die for over a decade. Yeah. Only been wrong. It's only gotten bigger. And I think it will only get bigger. Partly because people, you know, consumers love to hate it. Right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh no, it's another dumb limited edition. And then they go out and buy it. Right? Like, well, yeah, because we talked about this. The people want to feel special, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and there's like a FOMO thing to it, you know? Yeah, of like, course, yeah. Like, this is my only chance to get this thing. I'll never see it again. That sells. Sure. It works. Hmm. So if I, like, if I were a person right now, and I were to start any cigar company, mm-hmm. I would 100% start something that's more like Ezra Zion than anything mm-hmm. else. Go direct to consumer, maximum profit, uh, sell limited edition stuff only, <laughs> <laughs> maximum profit. Uh, and it doesn't even have to be good. It just has to meet the bar of good enough, right? That's the reality yeah, of face. That's true. That's how cigars work. Um and you would make that's how you'd make the most money. That's how you, I guess I'm not saying that's what I would necessarily No, do. that's how you'd make the quickest money. It's not how you'd make the most money. No, you're wrong. It's definitely the most money. Stop um, it. For <laughs> sure it's the most money. I mean, no, how, how many how many cigars would you have to sell direct to consumer in order to make in order to make the same amount of money as you would if you didn't go direct to consumer? Way less. And then are people going to buy up some limited shit? Absolutely they're going to buy up some limited shit. If your stuff sucks, yeah, you have a, you have a terrible game plan. But, like, you're really going to tell me that Ezra Zion isn't making money hand over fist? I don't know. They absolutely are. You don't know that. They bought up stores and stuff, right? Like, they have to be making money. You never know. Yeah, I don't know. All these cigar clubs, like Cigar of the Month clubs and stuff, that big mm, giant I think run of them. Here to stay. Yeah, and those are making insane amounts of money right you start a cigar of the month club and you you make a lot more money than the people making the cigars i can guarantee you that yeah no doubt about that i keep telling people the money's in retail in this game yeah for sure and especially like a cigar of the month thing like you've got a basically a guaranteed income stream as long mm-hmm. as you don't fuck it up mm-hmm. like if i sell 100 subscriptions every month that 50 bucks a month, that's money coming in every single month, forever and ever and ever. Yeah, it's like an annuity. Sort of, yeah. As long as I don't mess it all up. So it's only it's only going to get more like this. People, um, consumers, some consumers just go to the, the core boutique stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, if you're going for core, you're going for core like Padron, or you're going for core uh, Fuente, you know, like people who gravitate toward core aren't always the same people who gravitate gravitate toward yeah. boutique. It's just the yep. reality we live in. That's true. Um, 
and and I was gonna say, really, all of these limiteds that are these the the people they hurt is guys like me. I mean, really, the most. We're the smaller brands are the most impacted by all of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which Without means they doubt. make a limited each, right? Because <laughs> they need the limited mm-hmm. money for that quick <laughs> injection of cash. Mm-hmm. And it just perpetuates. It'll be interesting. I, I It might. I, I don't know. You could be right, Cal. I'm not saying you're wrong. But I don't know. We'll see. I think the interesting thing is is going to be what happens when when some of these cigar clubs get too big. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll be what what gets fascinating, in my opinion. Too many people that it's not exclusive. Yeah, that it doesn't feel exclusive. That you don't have a relationship anymore. Right. If you get to the point where you don't have the relationship with the person running it, a lot of people don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they want something for it. Uh, and you can see, you know, different different groups do there's different clubs do different things. So mm-hmm. some of them will just give you good cigars and call it done. Other ones are gonna, you know, court some controversy, and you get some new people from that, and you might lose some people from that, and it gets interesting. I'm just curious where these some of the the newer, bigger ones are gonna go in the next year or two. No. They're also fighting, like, they're really close to a lot of lawsuits, in my opinion. Who? Uh, especially Pravada Cigar Club, I think. Why? Have you seen the limited stuff they're putting out? Not really, no. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. There's one that, was, you know, the band that looks like Cookie Monster. Probably mm. probably not a great great choice from an intellectual property perspective. Mm. You're, you're close to a line, right? No. They, got, they had one that looked like a Dunkin' Donuts kind of a thing or something that got, that got like, banned they had to pull it back um there's just a lot of these limiteds now that are are walking a very very fine copyright mm-hmm. trademark line no and it's not just Pravada. i don't want to throw them under the bus or anything uh, it's just interesting are you a mm-hmm. member of any of these no okay just checking more curious. You should you should watch them a little bit though. See what they got going on. They are absolutely raking in cash. I'm sure of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are they making the extra money? What do you it's mean? like it's like a retailer with no without oh, as much that's, overhead. That's right? true. Little, yeah. Some of them might have a shop. Some of them might not. Yeah. Most probably don't. Um, so you get that, you get Keystone on your product, yeah, right? Yeah. And you sell it directly to people and you have an audience that's captive. Just, you know, keep just, a bunch of crap sitting around. Just shipping at that point. Yeah. And I think members probably pay for that, right? I have no idea. Yeah, I guess. Oh, I yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So really... If you want to make some money, mm-hmm. get a cigar of the month club. If you get too big, split it into two. Right. 
you could even play it off like we have these warring factions now and you have yeah. to pick your side and mm-hmm. get entrenched in it. They're getting different <laughs> cigars than you guys. <laughs> Laugh all the way to the bank with two of you, you pretend yeah. fighting. And then those two get too big, create two <laughs> more. <laughs> <laughs> Keep spawning clubs. That's not a half bad idea. It's <laughs> <laughs> the new plan. And then you rest- restrict them where they can't. Though. They can't be members of both clubs. They have to pick <laughs> one. Yeah. Need allegiance. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we do have some other listener questions. No. You know what? Topic. Before I forget, Chip and Lonsdale had sent us one. Oh no. Uh, let's see. Oh, yes. Oh, wait, was that on... Oh, that might have been on Sultan's. I just saw it pop up. Drew, do you have that? Do you have Sultan's open? Yeah, sure. Let's see. Chip. Where have you guys been? Did the COVID no. shut down the Sultan's? The COVID. <laughs> it did not. I think we answered that question earlier. Yep. The Sultan's curse didn't even get a hold of us. Mm-hmm. Yet. Oh, it will. <laughs> Just wait someday. <laughs> um, all right, let's go with a lighter topic. Uh, NC6789 question. Why is Mo scared to admit he likes pumpkin spice lattes? I... Nick, we've discussed this ad nauseum. It's not that I didn't like the flavor, it made me sick. So as a result of that, when I think about it, I get sick. So it makes me not want to have it. Didn't you have some soy milk or something in it? What did you have? No, I, I, uh, um, you were... no, I got, <laughs> that would explode I forgot how we did it, but. It... You, you replaced something in it. Yeah, I tried to lessen the amount of like that's the like pro- ice cream. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to lessen the amount of dairy in it, but it still just didn't. Uh, still fucking. Oh, uh, the dairy guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. The pumpkin spice itself didn't taste like. I feel like if you like cinnamon, which I generally do, uh, you're gonna like pumpkin spice stuff. But I've never like actively sought out pumpkin flavored stuff but it's not bad i like pumpkin i love pumpkin seeds yeah those are good too (laughs) did you carve a pumpkin for halloween and make make the seeds no no okay just buy them in a bag (laughs) (laughs) i guess that's easier (laughs) lazy method did you do uh no i did not but I didn't speaking, want pumpkin speaking seeds. Of, oh, yeah. <laughs> fair point. But speaking of laborious, I think that's the word, uh, stuff that ju- that the reward is worth it, it's almost pomegranate season, which is probably my favorite fruit in the world. Pomegranate season? Yeah. So, like, pomegranates, like, they're the best typically, I don't know, late November, 
December through like January. So if you're a pomegranate person, your time is coming. Where do those get grown? Because it's not here. No. Pomegranate is uh, California, uh, the Mediterranean. Uh, my grand that's a, my my grandfather used to grow them. Uh, In Chicago, I worked on a pomegranate grove uh, when I went to visit him, which was awesome. But that was um, God. I was such a little bitch. <laughs> I was I was worthless. <laughs> um, Not I much changed. Nine years old, but still. Um, sitting there getting high on your own supply. Yeah, no, nah, but uh, yeah, man, that, that's uh, yeah, so that's what they grow. I don't know if they grow them in Me- probably Mexico too. I would imagine, based on weather. I'm pulling that clip for uh, future purposes. <laughs> Where you said you're a little bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that was good. You know, leave out the part where I said I was nine years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> anyway. Straight to the highlight reel. Right. Yeah, it's on the social media. <laughs> There's a lot of people these days getting fucked up mentally from that stuff, man. Pomegranates? No, hell no. Oh. Social media. <laughs> uh, watching other people do what they do. Yep. Pomegranates. Yup, indeed. Always remember, those are the highlights. Don't smoke the pomegranates, kids. Yeah. <laughs> They'll fuck you up. What else we got? Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's jump around a little bit. Do it. It's a little more fun. Uh, we had a question from Bun Bun. What are your favorite cognacs? That's on you guys. Drew, do you drink cognac? I don't really do cognac. Um, no. Yeah. If it's there, I'll drink it. I don't buy it. I don't think what's I've ever... Cognac? Like, what's an example of cognac? Is that similar to, like, bourbon or whiskey? Cow? I... It, it's a. It's sort of like a brandy. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a a brandy that they do extra stuff to. Right. But we just drink brandy here in Wisconsin. What kind of, all the brandy. What kind of brandy do you drink? (laughs) Garbage brandy. We drink it in old fashions, brandy, old fashions. Like, uh, Uh, instead of bourbon, old fashions. I've had brandy before. Absolutely terrible. (laughs) By the way. (laughs) So, Mo, for reference, yeah, you've smelled rubbing alcohol before. Mm-hmm. That's what brandy tastes like. Oh, fuck! That's not even sort of true. Oh, it is true. So, Drew, you know, you know, Corbell brandy. No, I don't. The like bottom <laughs> shelf or middle shelf, whatever. Just a big bottle of brandy. It's one of the biggest brands of brandy. Okay. Wisconsin consumes 50% of all of it worldwide. <laughs> you guys drink a lot of brandy up there, then. We do, yeah. So, all that's to really say, that I, I don't drink a lot of cognac, because that's like, it's like a, a step above 
<laughs> the brandy that we drink. What's a cognac that I might have heard of? I don't know. Let me see. I'll have to Google that. Yeah. Oh, Hennessy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cavassier. Yep. Uh, so he actually had some other questions. Some uh, fun, bun dead. Uh, from the last time we podcasted, he sent them in a little too late, and I and I'd respond that we get to him next week. Well, here we are next week uh, from September twentieth. But oh, uh, he said, "How do we start smoking stronger cigars? I like the bolder stuff, but it wears me down. Electric humi fridge or cabinet humidor?" Um, in terms of the smoking stronger cigars, that's all relative. Um, I could smoke uh, a Neanderthal from Romacraft for breakfast and not feel a thing. I could sniff an LFD ca- uh, chapter two and be knocked <laughs> on my ass. So I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. That's all relative. Like, you got to find what is strong to you. Yeah. And I would suggest making sure that you eat, you know, well before you smoke. And and if you think you're going to get fucked up, don't add something like a cognac with it that could further fuck you up. But you can, like, yeah. build up tolerance to, of to a lot of this stuff, too. So I think yeah. that's that's certainly part of it. The, the mm-hmm. more you smoke, the more frequently you smoke, the more tolerance you get. Mm-hmm. But it is... And there are just some people that can never handle really strong cigars. Yeah, for sure. You know, it just depends, man. And the fun thing is, like, there's so much good stuff in the mild to medium categories that, you know, you're, uh, you, you shouldn't be crying too much if you can't smoke anything further than that. Yeah, I think that's where the best stuff is, man. Yeah, a lot of the time. Drewfus, um, any thoughts? What was the second part of that question? Well, the first part was how do you get yourself to be able to handle, I think, stronger cigars better, but also electric humi fridge or oh, yeah, yeah. cabinet humidor. Um, just smoke what you like. You don't you don't have to force anything. But I think he wants to get into more like bolder cigars but you just try them then i mean yeah if you're if you just well, want to then you try one and maybe you uh, pretend you try them all and you don't like them well then don't <laughs> yeah, i think that's a fair point actually because like what you may end up not thinking is bold could be bold to somebody else and what you currently think is bold could just be that and then you could find something that people think is way bolder and is not bold to you so yeah uh-huh. I, th- I think you just got to keep trying man if that's what you want to do smoke some of the best ones mm-hmm. if you don't any suggestions uh, of like stronger good cigars you mentioned neanderthal i think that's mm-hmm. pretty good pretty yeah. easily to get i would say too Mm-hmm. Um, Opus, it's that time of year. Mm. Mm. Um, El 
LFD or O six. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's a little it's it's a little milder strong side. Um God, I'd have to look at the humidor and see what else I got. And didn't you get a big old nicotine kick out of that patina Maduro? God, I did. <laughs> I did. That see, okay, and that's not a strong cigar. That's what I'm telling you, man. It's all right. Like Drew could put down three Neanderthals in a row, but the fucking patina Maduro got you. It did. Like that's crazy. It did. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all relative. I man. haven't been knocked on my ass like that in many, many years. <laughs> There are times when I could smoke a Padron anniversary or something like that, Maduro, like a 45-year, which is a pretty strong cigar. Yeah, yeah. And be completely fine. Bro, sometimes I'll smoke a Connecticut, and I'll be like, what the fuck? Just depends. I don't know. I don't think there's really any rhyme or reason. I mean, maybe to some degree, but it's very, very specific to you, too. Yeah. Your diet, what you ate that day. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a lot that goes into it. I'd suggest that, too. Make sure you eat something before mm-hmm. testing these out. Kyle, do you have any bold suggestions? Well, not bold suggestions, but cigars <laughs> that are bold suggestions. I'm sure you have plenty of bold suggestions. No, I thought those those suggestions were just fine. It's really all about, in my opinion, it's about easing up to it a little bit. Right? Go, go medium, go medium plus for a little while, and then once you've done that for a little while, go for some of the crazier shit. Fucking mm-hmm. jump right in. Both feet. <laughs> One of the best. LFD digger. Uh, Smoke it to the <laughs> nub that thing. <laughs> what what some of the best stronger cigars that come out on a semi regular basis are the small batches from LFD. Those are always usually pretty good. Yeah, they are pretty good. Um, but those could be could pack a punch. And I think we also gave him a pretty good wide range of prices, too, because, like, some of that stuff can get pretty expensive. Yeah. But some of it is affordable. So, all depends, man. Uh, For the other question about the humid fridge versus the cabinet humidor, in my opinion, it's really a question of if you need the temperature control or not. Yeah. If you need the temperature control, get the fridge that has one, right? Assuming it has a temperature control. Uh, if it doesn't, then I would go cabinet all day, every day. Yeah. You get a lot more storage per dollar out of a cabinet than you're going to get out of a fridge. Yep. I agree. There you have it, kids. There you have it. But you it. can't, you can't temp control a cabinet. So that's the deciding factor. Uh, he also asked us today, uh, has anyone tried the new Stillwell cigars with the pipe tobacco in them, the Dunbarton ones? Never even heard of them. go out on a limb and say none of us have. I haven't been anywhere that carries them, uh, which I'm sure will change once I go to Arizona. So that will, maybe I will try it when I get out there. Big mate. interesting that it has pipe tobacco in it or do you find that off-putting as a concept i think that's pretty cool yeah cool something different i would try it i've never heard of them but i would try it 
There you go. There you go. Cool. Uh, we have some more NC6789, and then I have a, a question from Rambler Guy KY to, to knock okay. through here. All right. Uh, so, so NC6789, this is an interesting one. He wants to know how to manage getting smokes in with a newborn. Any tips without getting my wife to kill me? Hmm. Baby coming on Thursday. First off, that's very specific. I'm not sure if the baby is coming on a specific day. They do what they want. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> they just show up whenever the fuck might they want. be scheduled. Nevertheless, congratulations. Yeah, it's exciting. I would smoke every day until Thursday. <laughs> Maybe double up even. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> I don't, I don't uh, have put kids. Put the kid and the wife first. So it's all you, Cal. <laughs> Cigars will be there when they're when they're ready. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know when I have kids. I have no idea. Yeah, no, your, your smoking is going to drop off. <laughs> That's the reality you're facing. Or you're going to be an absent parent those are your two choices uh, so uh, if you if you want to stay up late smoking cigars that would be your best bet mm-hmm. right but then you're staying up late when you're probably not getting much sleep anyway so uh if it were me and then i've done this uh i would just accept smoking less for a while <laughs> definitely easier yeah i think kyle that you touched on uh on something too like you you sleep pretty early right mm-hmm. um and i think if you and i'm not a parent but if you want to be able to have some time for yourself it seems like you got to get less sleep <laughs> yeah there's not much of a way around it right yeah. that's kind of the only choice so the other thing that's worth worth thinking through from a very practical perspective is if you do smoke and you want to go around the baby, uh, I would recommend washing up very, very well, change your clothes, all that good stuff. Uh, there's the risk of, of secondhand smoke as a factor in SIDS, so don't fuck around with it. I'm assuming that was done on cigarettes, like that study was done on cigarettes, but I, I would not fuck around with it. So... My two cents. I'm not a doctor, but every doctor is going to tell you to not have secondhand smoke around a baby, at least a small baby. You ever you ever stay at a Holiday Inn Express? Not in a very long time. Hmm. <laughs> Apparently, that gives you a lot of knowledge. Oh, that's what I've heard. There you go. Those commercials are actually up there with uh, the Southwest Airline must be football season commercials. I thought those were always very good. Cool. What else? All right. Another question from our buddy, uh, our our soon-to-be father over here. Uh, If Yogi was an underwear model, Mm -hmm. which brand would he represent, and would you wear them? (laughs) Duluth and No. Oh, that's a good Duluth, brand. huh? Yeah. Yeah. If he's Duluth, I'd be wearing it. <laughs> I don't think he's Duluth, though. What do you think he is? I, I don't know him well enough to judge what underwear he'd be. <laughs> Tori Fieker, maybe? 
Ooh, something lacy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like you need something very practical. Haynes. <laughs> yeah, it'd have maybe. To, that that's what it'd be. Yeah. Like it's gonna get the job done every time. It's gonna do exactly what it's supposed to do. What? Okay, so here's a question: What are considered premium underwear brands for dudes? Probably Under Armour these days, right? They make actual underwear? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Jordan? Didn't he have a... I don't know. An offshoot I thought of, he was a Haynes, Haynes But I thought he had his own stuff. No, I think it's just Haynes. Maybe old Calvin Klein. He's got to have them. Okay. I don't know beyond that. I think there's a lot of people that make underwear out there, though. Like mm-hmm. a whole lot. Yeah. There's probably like some kind of like rich people wear that we've never heard of. It's probably. I think I have no idea, actually. So Me neither. I would assume they just wear normal underwear, but maybe not. They probably just don't wear underwear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why they're rich. They save money on underwear. Exactly. <laughs> and they make their coffee at home. Yep. <sighs> what else, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Yogi. Uh, all right, so this was an interesting topic from our, our buddy Rambler guy, KY. He was messaging me about, about the symbols and symbolism on cigar bands. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so most of the things on a cigar band mean something. Mm-hmm. I guess I shouldn't say most. Depends on the brand. Some brands sure. have a lot of meaning. Some brands have very little meaning, mm-hmm. right? And and what the the bands represent. So, at, starting with with Patina, I think it might be interesting to talk about this a little bit, right? Like, because you've mm-hmm. had two two different bands, yeah, that have had different meanings. Well, the first right? one had a lot of meaning. Yeah. 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 Do you want to talk about the the process of switching it and all that good stuff and how that all came to fruition uh the stairs were paying homage to the stair steps when you go into casa favili which is mombacho's factory so when i switched factories those no longer made sense so i got rid of those i was going to replace it originally with something because the band does look a little naked without something under the word but you know what man Whatever. So we put the the crown from the Statue of Liberty, which obviously is a like the representation of what patina is, right? In terms of like what it actually is. Um, and then there was the Roman numerals were, I believe, 2016, which is when patina officially launched. So, yeah. Because it's interesting when you look at a cigar band. I feel like mm-hmm. even the Roman numerals. I don't remember that being on a patina, but I could look at yeah. it and probably see it. It's it's mm-hmm. all those little details that add up, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, to to certain people, right? And to the majority of people, it doesn't. I mean, to some, it does, and. There are a lot of people that like a cool story and want to get behind, you know, whatever. But, 
by and large, man, what I found is that people like, I think a lot of people like certain things because of how it makes them, them feel or helps in how other people perceive them and helps their standing more than it is about what they actually think is cool or what they like. I don't know. Could be wrong. That's sure what it seems like. Could be right. (laughs) I think I am. But, you know, um, it's pretty, pretty crazy, man, how that is. Yeah, for sure. And it's interesting to to see what people say stuff means too, which is always, I think, kind of fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you go Google for Opus X cigar band meaning, you get mm-hmm. some interesting stuff. Right? Mm-hmm. Like this color means this particular thing. Mm-hmm. Like the orange glow is based on the nickel mines that you can see that generate an amber light. Uh, you can see it on the tobacco farm, right? And it's like. Is this a stretch? Maybe. I don't know if they had it in mind when they designed it or not, or if they Mm -hmm. went backward. Who knows? But there's a lot of stuff that you can get into with the cigar band. I think we could all agree, though, the Opus X band is probably the nicest one in the entire industry. Yeah. I mean, it's beautiful, man. It's very majestic. I don't know if it has a, if all that hidden meaning stuff was like intentional or if they just you know back brand it, which I wouldn't mm-hmm. blame them either direction. Who knows? Yeah, but it sure is pretty. Mm-hmm. And yeah, some of it is absolutely clearly intentional. So yeah, yeah. Drew, what's your favorite cigar cigar band? Not brand. Cigar band. Uh, man, I really dig, uh, the Liga Pravada series, um, stuff, the white band with the writing and stuff on it. Drew State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty. What, you like the simplicity of it or? Yeah. I don't know. It just looks clean, elegant. I I like I like those bands for what they represent in that those were really the first cigars I chased. Mhm. And so they always kind of carry a little bit like that's what those bands mean to me. So that's why I kind of like them. Um because I remember man where you could buy like only one or two, right? Yeah, at a time. So that's kind of why I like those bands. But I'm with you. There, there's, yeah, there's something to those. There what about go. you, Kyle? I don't know. I think Opus is probably my classic for sure. Yeah. But I, I also like some of like the really ridiculous stuff, right? We were talking about some kind of gimmicky bands earlier, and I kind of like that stuff. I enjoy it, right? Mm-hmm. I'll kind of rag on it a little bit, but... It's fun to have like this weird ass cigar band that you're smoking. Yeah. Gives it like a, an extra visual appeal. Mm-hmm. 
Castaglia has some cool bands. Byron has cool bands. Uh-huh. Atabay. Um and sometimes it's not even the coolness of the band. It's just it it like evokes a feeling, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, like sure. Davidoff is a good example. I don't think oh, their yeah. bands are like they're not they're not like ornate. But they sure have a particular feeling that they bring about. I agree. I agree. I think that if most people were honest with themselves about why they smoke or maybe not even smoke, but why they purchase some of the things they purchase, it's a different reason than why they think they bought it. Probably a lot of the time I agree with you. You know? Or why you pick up a certain cigar at a particular time. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's going to fit my profile. And really, yeah, it's really going to fit however however mm-hmm. fancy and pretentious I'm feeling right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. There's some truth to that. I don't know. Who knows? Pretty wild. People do shit. Mm-hmm. We had Sean had asked me, uh, our buddy uh, Big Boy Running, but we have, have talked about this, and, and truthfully, this was the one that always got Danny the most riled up. Uh, um, but he was asking about the holiday themed cigars, right? And, um, uh, do any of those make us want to smoke them or do we find them gimmicky? And it's, it always used to be funny listening to Danny get riled up, but <laughs> what happened to Mo? Connection lost. Yeah. Oh, there we are. Ooh. Sorry, so I'll say to Drew. Yeah. Well, first of all, are we recording? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, good. good. But well, uh, just, I think we are. <laughs> but but you're, you're, you're the, you legit like that Farmer Bill or whatever yeah. from Viaje, or is it because you like to get Danny riled up? No, it's actually... I like the cigar. Okay, so you like the cigars has nothing to do with whatever they just happen to come out at Thanksgiving, right? Or do you like them because of what they represent? Uh, No, I think I just like the cigar. Okay. I like a lot of VIA stuff, so... Right. I, I don't... There's nothing that I could think of outside of the Tatawahe stuff that used to come out on Halloween that I ever really cared about getting. And that wasn't really about the Halloween stuff. It was more about, because I, I, I think Tatawahe makes good cigars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I see some of the gimmicky stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, different holidays and this and that and 4th of July and. Uh, give people a cigar to smoke instead of having to make the choice. Good point. 
not all the time, but sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's so then nice. do you feel do you feel like weird smoking a Christmas or Halloween themed cigar at a different time of the year? Uh, no, I've done it. I don't feel weird, but if if it's if it's Thanksgiving morning and I'm like, man, what should I smoke? Or Thanksgiving mm-hmm. anytime, what should I smoke? And I have a Farmer Bill hatchet in there. Guess what I'm going for? Right, right. <laughs> and they, he used to do the stuffed turkey, right? The white meat, yeah. the dark meat. Yeah, yeah for sure. sure. Yeah. So I'm going for one of those. Sure. If I've got it. it. And it's just easy. You look in your humidor and you're like, ah, it's a given today. I don't even have yeah. to. I don't even have to think. Going. I don't even mm-hmm. have to think about this one. Yeah, fair enough. As long as it's a good cigar. Right. Have any of you guys smoked the Frank Redux? Uh-uh. Did you or are you just wondering? No, I haven't. That was good in uh, pudgy form. Agreed. Um, but I, I, no, I did not. Uh, I had an opportunity to get a box. I passed on it. Um, so, yeah. Missed out. Probably. Can I have that FOMO? Probably. Yeah, no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> if, there's, if there's one thing I've learned, if you really want something, you'll be able to get it. That's true. So, um, I'm trying to think, man, if there is anything that I've seen that's got me kind of like pumped that I want to, to try. Um, I saw the blend for the new, uh, I saw it, but I just read about it um, for the year of from Davidoff. Things the year of the Tiger this year. There was nothing about it that made me excited to want to try it. It's got like uh, stripes on it, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it's kind of cool. It is like, visually, sure. Uh, but from a, a a tobacco usage perspective, nothing really made me like. Oh man, that'd be interesting. I'd want to try that. Um, one cigar that did come out, uh, that is available, I could tell you is very good, is the Regis Reserva. I smoked that at the show. I think Small Batch has them. Uh, it's a, it's a bit of a pricier cigar, but it, it's good. It's a good cigar. Regis does some good stuff. Yeah, he does. Actually, I'm smoking one right now. Yeah? Um, yeah. Yeah, Regis Black Label. Um. And I'm not just saying that because it killed a friend of mine and, and all of that, but, uh, you know, he, he does he has some stuff that's pretty good, and that Regis Reserve is one of them. Um, I do want to try that La Madrina Shade mm-hmm. uh, that Dapper came out with, so I'll probably, you know, when I hit the road, I'll probably try to find that. Um, the Elliot Ness was a very good cigar. The Maduro that Protocol made, hmm. it's a really good cigar. Interesting. Never had it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's out now. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um, it has been. I'm trying to think. Uh, that's all I got right now off the top of my head. Yeah, we're getting in the cold season, so... Not looking forward to that part. Mm-hmm. Buy all those shorty cigars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Precipitation. 
You better yes. fucking believe it. That Maduro precipitation is out of this world. No bias or anything. I'll, no. Uh, I'll take I'll take one to work in the morning. See how she does. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, man. We'll see. We did nail the uh, Sumatra blend, so that is approved in one size so far. Still waiting on the rest. Nice, nice. So once I get those, then looking to release that probably PCA next year. Okay, so we have a little bit of a wait. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, just with the way things are right now, man. Yeah, save <laughs> it for no pennies. Yeah, say, yeah. And the five-year is a tweak away, I believe. So, oh, nice. Which will be a Connecticut Broadleaf. That's exciting. Um, so... And I just haven't decided on the Vitola yet. What? Is it going to have an extra yeah. band or two or three? Uh, seven total. Seven bands. Mm-hmm. Nice. Have you thought no. about having It'll enough bands, to... maybe? Enough? Yeah, I mean, have more. Yeah. More than Mary. No, it'll be double banded. It'll have two bands. It's what if people like used a... to taking the panties and the broth? people used to say or whatever <laughs> they used remember to say that, that about was... cigars yeah remember when, when no. cigar was double banded yeah. come on I've never yeah. heard that who says this come on we've talked about this I don't think we if have if you go back and listen to episodes from like 2018 yeah I guarantee you we talked about this or 2017 even Maybe even earlier than that, probably yeah, like had to some be of earlier. the first episodes. Yeah, some <laughs> of the first episodes. I forgot how long we've been doing this, but yeah, some of the first episodes, like when we talked about like terminology that was lame. Yeah, we definitely talked about that. Well, we're talking. You guys about probably it again. forgot because nobody says it anymore. I've never heard anybody never say heard that it. ever about a yeah. cigar. Oh, you better believe it, Cal. I wow. just heard it from Mo. Yeah, now, that was big on Dojo back in the day. A lot of guys. Oh, that explains that. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're gonna do you're gonna do both. <laughs> Dress it up the whole way. Yeah, no, it'll Yeah, right. No, it'll it'll be double banded. It has to be for an anniversary, I feel like. I agree. Is it gonna say five years or is it gonna say No, it's gonna say it's fucking five year. Fucking five year? Fucking five year, yeah. It should. I, I hope it does. None of you motherfuckers thought you'd see this. <laughs> How you like no, me now? No, no, no one's <laughs> more surprised than I am. <laughs> I think that's gonna be in the quote to half wheel or whatever. <laughs> Shockingly, after five arduous years, we're still here. To the surprise of everybody and mostly to myself. <laughs> um, but Too bad know, unexpected is taken. Right. Uh, but, dude, there is, first of all, the number of people that have reached out and asked how we're doing, if everything was okay about the podcast, that's, like, really fucking cool. Definitely appreciate you guys. Um, you know. Uh, and secondly, man, there are some people that really, who support, like, is is just tremendous, man. I really appreciate all you guys. So, and you know, some of it, you need to step your shit up. 
No, man, but it, it is – it's crazy. Like, even today, man, like, like, the last few months have been, you know, just with the plethora of new stuff and all the shit, it's like you feel, like, forgotten about, you know what I mean, in a lot of ways. But, like, man, like, I still – like today, one guy messaged me. He's like, "Man, I really love this cigar and this and and it just reminds you, like, yeah, there are people that really want, you know, that really are supportive and stuff, and it, it's a great feeling. So, to all those people, thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> wild time, my friend. Hmm. It ain't gonna get less wild, is it? Hmm. Probably not. I, I probably not in the near term. Wild in a new way, maybe. Right, possible. Yeah, but I think I think we probably have another six to eight months before some sort of normalization sets back in. Shit, yeah, I guess that's generous. Yeah. I'm talking about cigars, not, you know, in terms of people catching up. I mean, you got to understand, dude, a lot of retailers are just getting their show orders right now. So, yeah, you're going to probably start seeing a lot more bundle stuff or paper packaging or or different ways to get cigars to consumers. Um, Tatawahe just came out with fresh packs. I don't know if you guys saw that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm probably going to be coming out with fresh packs myself. Um, so, yeah, I think you're going to see probably more circumvention of having to rely on boxes. Because you can't get them? Uh, um, I haven't been told that's an issue, but then again, I make 10 cigars a year. So, But, yeah, <laughs> for, like, bigger players, probably, you know. Um. Luckily for us at Noxa, we happen to be very tight with one of the bigger box makers, so that helps. But I don't know. I'm not. I mean, hopefully next year I'm looking to finally go back down there, but this year's out. I mean, shit, they got elections coming up. I'm not fucking with that. <laughs> yeah. I almost got I almost got stuck last time. You guys remember that? I missed it by like three or four days before all that stuff kicked off. Before you, before the restrictions kicked in. No, the uh, when the civil war almost broke out. Like oh, in, yeah. What year was that? Twenty eighteen, beginning yeah. of twenty eighteen. Yeah, I literally left like three or four days before that all started. And then this this before COVID, Tyler was down there. And when things started, like, starting to get, like, on the verge of being restricted, and he almost got stuck down there. <laughs> and he would end up being stuck down there for over a year, because that's what happened to one of the other guys. Over a year? Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Partly because of the way the cycle happened, because he was stuck down there for so long, and then he's in charge of a lot of the stuff at Noxa. And then he had to. Then he had to be down there by the time he actually could leave, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Until until all of that is figured out, man, and and 
based on, I mean, you have to look at it, right? Like if I get stuck, what is the effect of that? And the reality is I can't afford to be stuck. Right. right. So if you can't afford to be stuck, then probably shouldn't go. And not at the moment. Right. And you know what, the way everything is set up now, man, I mean, if I request samples or say, hey, let's try this, let's try that, I usually get them within 30 to 45 days. So it's not, it's not the same, but, you know, everybody understands that you got to try to work around it. Yeah. It's legit. What else we got, Cal? I got nothing else. Mosul. He'll add four inputs. <sighs> we gotta we gotta save something for a month from now when we do it again. No oh, man. <laughs> I, honestly we uh we probably owe everybody an apology for for putting this episode out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should have not came back. <laughs> yeah. Every, yeah, everyone's like, Yeah, where are you guys? We're where sorry. You this and that and then they listen to this and they're like, uh they're like waiting for the the the, yeah. the answer that they can stop listening to this. Damn. Remember, we are the guys that people listen to to feel better about themselves. There you go. <laughs> We're sorry. Uh, and a lot of people keep asking, but we are trying to get Danny to at least do a cameo appearance. I don't yeah. think he's going to do it. I don't think so either, but we are trying. <laughs> As long as we set expectations appropriately. Mm-hmm. I talked to Dave West the other day as well. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. He's still overseas. He is. He said uh, internet issues and whatnot, but maybe, maybe sometime. We'll see. He'll be back in just over a month, I think. We'll probably wait then. So make it he easy. He is every bit as awesome in real life as he is. On the internet. <laughs> yes. He really is uh, a great guy. For sure. And uh, if you ever have an opportunity to hang out with him, you absolutely should. My, uh, it was too funny on the Dave West story. Um, mm-hmm. So we were texting back and forth and uh, I don't know what me and my wife were doing, but hanging out. And finally, she's like, who are you texting? I was like, Dave motherfucking West. And she like looked at me. And I spun my phone around. And his name in my phone is Dave motherfucking West. (laughs) 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 That's great. Yeah. So. Dave motherfucking West. The wagon. The wagon. Next week, boys. All righty. Better believe it. Maybe we'll be back. Maybe we won't. <laughs> You'll find out, to find out next week. <laughs> Schrodinger's podcast. <laughs> All right. Why? See you guys. Is it dead? Who knows? Next week. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks.